my two older daughters, I wouldn't be surprised if they snuck away and listened to some parts of it. They were like, oh, fuck this. Oh, did they? <laughs> that was set up. I know that, that fucking video, or that uh, video was set up, wasn't it? No. Oh. No, that was totally <laughs> off the cuff, dude. That's fucking awesome. Totally off the cuff. I was just, I was sick as shit, you know, hanging out on the couch and... I, I was like, oh, I got to fucking do something for the episode five drop. So yeah, <laughs> man. that my, my second daughter chimed in right at the end. It was perfect timing. Yeah, it was perfect. Um, yeah, I switched, um, I switched everything to that podcast provider now. So like, it's hard to tell exactly how well any of them, any of those uh, episodes are doing. Oh, but, yeah, you don't get, like, the insights or anything? No, I do, but it's when I switched everything over, like, specifically the Violent Professional podcast, I lost all of the stats that I had. So we had, like, a fuck ton of listeners to it, and then when I switched it to a new provider, it's kind of like, uh, I don't know if you have any experience with switching websites at all to a different uh, web host, but it, like, takes... It doesn't take long, but it just... They don't retain the previous uh, stats, which is kind of like... For me, it's kind of annoying, but like nobody sees that. Yeah. It's all transparent. It just, it's, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. So, anyway, I'm here with uh, Jort for short, Brandon Holmes, the yeah. voice, the vocal talent of uh, our anti hero, hero, drug dealing, squirrel, <laughs> raccoon, frog character of Mega Cosmic Adventure. How you doing, man? Good, good. I do it. I'm doing great. I'm hungover as fuck right now, though. So <laughs> we'll see how this goes. I wanted to do this for a while because we've got this space between recording. Like it's been forever. I don't know how yeah, long I it's been like since it's we been recorded. It's been a year. <laughs> no, I feel like it's been a year. Yeah, I, I'm worried about it because I don't want you guys to like forget where you came from creating yeah. your characters. I feel like we gotta like go back and and listen to everything i i feel like once we start though like it'll it'll fall right back in well it you know i i get worried about it because i'm like man we got to get back to recording but then i remember everybody all of us had never done it before and the only challenging time yeah. i feel and you weren't a part of the series at that time but the first chapter when um I was the first one to fucking speak as Sid and I had to oh, do that. Yeah. And dude, you can, if you listen to the first chapter, which yeah. makes for people that are trying to get into it, it makes no fucking sense. What's happening at the first part, yeah. the sound effects are there to kind of let you in on what's give it like its own environment and stuff like that. So, you know, that without hearing people say, Oh, I'm in a giant chocolate egg, <laughs> you know, it, but it, it was awkward as fuck for me to to record that. So, because I had to just fucking start this project that I asked people to be a part of. And I'm just like, oh, I'm so scared or whatever I said. <laughs> so I, I remember that time when we started doing it and how like when myself and Peter started talking, it was just like kind of came naturally. And so when you started the series, I know it was awkward for you. We were watching it. But oh, then you, you started getting right into it. So what was that like yeah. when you... That was uh, absolutely nerve-wracking. Like, one, I've never done a podcast before. Yeah. Like, I, I've never I've never even really recorded anything before. Um, you know, with, with like, the stuff that I do uh, with, with, like, cooking, you know, I try to stay behind the scenes, not 
not be up front, not talk. You know, yeah. Not, like I try to hide. And yeah, man, doing the podcast, like it's, it completely took me out of my comfort zone. And when I started, um, I came in the, the, the first episode I did, I came in towards the end of the episode. So I got to like watch you guys do your thing for like the first four hours, you know, because it takes like five hours to record an episode. Yeah. It's crazy to get fucking what's the, what's chapter four is like, it's not even an hour long, but that was like the longest recording session. Cause there's, oh, yeah. a, there's so much non-usable shit that's in each episode to make it, <laughs> to make it fucking sound like a, a fluid story. You know, it, it yeah. takes so much, as I've said before, it takes so much editing time, but it's like, there's so much nonsense in it. You can't even use half of the stuff that we record. Oh no, no way. It's, yeah. Us laughing literally like probably three quarters of the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, even, even after taking that time to listen to you guys, I said, I still, I was like a deer in the headlights when it came to me. Yeah. And it, I was just racked, you know, just nerve racked. And, and then the next episode I'd open it and that I, I just, I almost lost my mind when I had to open yeah. that episode. Like, Oh my God. I don't know I how mean, to do words. What's, what's crazy about it. It's really easy to what I feel become uh, comfortable with it too, because you can tell like the difference from the first time you spoke to like when you did the, your next I can't remember. You were on like chapter three. Is that right? Yeah. Or, t or the end of two. I can't remember. Yeah. I think it was three. Okay. Yeah. So like you yeah, can hear three. the difference between three and four and you start that episode out when we go to have a keep and it's, uh, there's a definite change and more comfortability on your, your behalf or your, your part. Can't yeah. fucking speak. I'm hungover. Like I said, <laughs> what do words mean? Uh, words. It's so weird though, because you, you go into it, like you have all this stuff in your head of, of how you're, you want to carry it and the things you're going to say and, and just words like, and then as soon as it's your turn on the mic, it's like, it, it, it's, it's a blank complete blank <laughs> yeah her to finally go so yeah you gotta like visualize what you're what you're fucking doing right so because it's all yep. improv and there's no fucking actual like script or anything there's just that outline and so you have to like you have to like think about what this what this fucking character is doing yeah it, you know yeah i i wish i could <laughs> do better like getting everything out of my head <laughs> i just feel like if i can like plug something into my head you know just let that roll yeah yeah <laughs> well you do you do great man like every everybody that's been a part of it i can't speak for myself which is yeah I, oh, no everybody way. everybody's been doing great which is awesome it's fucking cool to see where it came from like just the initial concept when i started talking to people on the phone about it and like to see where it went to it's like how is this a fucking story <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it just keeps going. Yeah. <laughs> Never ending. Never. Yeah. Um so I got a couple questions for you and by a couple I mean 10 specifically that I wrote down and I want to interview oh, you and then maybe as we go along you'll be able to throw some other ones in there and give the people that listen that are that are diehard listeners of the Mega Cosmic Adventure a little bit of insight into your life and how you created this character um and you know some stuff. 
So I'll start off and uh, tell the listeners who you are and a little bit of your background. So, yeah, I'm Brandon. I came up in Washington State through the military. I originally grew up in California. Spent a lot of my time there. Joined the Army late. I was like 22 when I went in. Uh, You know, got to Fort Lewis up here. And stayed there for going on seven years. Uh, Got out. Ended up marrying a local girl and never left. Um, so I've been, a trying to be a big part of the community around here. And that's, uh, that's kind of how I, you know, got into TASDEV and met you guys and, you know, that whole origin story, but yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, what did now, you, what did you do when you were in the military? I was a combat engineer, cool. uh, 12 Bravo. So yeah, I did, uh, two tours overseas. Uh, my first was 15 months during the surge in 06 and 07 um basically went to every single city every corner of the country um and then uh 2009 and 10 was my second it was a 12-month tour um mostly hung out around the iranian border and uh did a lot of like uxo stuff out there um but yeah I always uh, thought I always thought that job because I was I was in as well. We're the only two that were in the military part of the part of the cast. But I always thought that yeah. fucking combat engineer job was so fucking insane because of what oh, yeah. what like what you guys have to do. Like it's, it's, it's fucking, fucking nuts. It's crazy. I'm like this is fucking yeah. insane. <laughs> I've seen so, some wild shit happen over there, but my my little brother joined before I did. And he went in and he was a heavy equipment engineer, uh, uh, echo, um, 12 echo. Yeah. And, um, he went to Fort Bragg airborne, all that fun jazz. And he's like, dude, you know, you're not, you're not doing anything. You really got to join this. This is fucking awesome. I'm like, you know, I'll look into it. So I go to the recruiter and I, I ask him, you know, Hey, uh, I want to, uh, join as a 12 echo, you know, what, what slots do you have open? And they're like, oh, no, we don't have any slots open for Echo, but we got Bravo slots open. I'm like, Bravo slots? What's a Bravo? He's like, combat engineer, man. I'm like, you got to tell me more. And then he he did not bullshit me at all. <laughs> he was like, you know, you'll be using C4 and landmines. And, well, you know, cool guys don't look at explosions. <laughs> yeah. Walking away and fireballs. Bangalore torpedoes and fucking big clicks. I'm like, what's a big click? He's like, it's 1,800 pounds of C4 and a rope tied to a rocket. <laughs> I'm like, what? Dope. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, dude, all sign me up. Like, that is the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard of. And uh, I sign up and I call my brother. I'm like, hey, man, you know, I did it. And I'm like, all right, you know what? What'd you get? I'm like, 12 Bravo. He's like, you fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're going to die. Tricked you. <laughs> fucking brother oh tricked God. you. I'm not going to die. But <laughs> I will oh never God. die. Little, little did I know. Like, it, being, being a combat engineer, man, you literally just do demo. Yeah. Like, that is your whole role. You're you're an infantryman, but you're specialized in demolitions. Like, coolest fucking job ever, yeah. you know. And little known secret, like the infantry follow us in the fucking battle. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we keep that. A I don't secret. know how many uh, military listeners actually listen to this podcast because I haven't looked at the insights on like exactly who listens or anything. 
and it's hard, that's hard to tell, but we may have a lot of people that like what we're talking about, and then a lot of people that may never listen to us again based on right. it. The world's fucking crazy these days. It really is. Uh, so aside from that, what uh, you have, you're into barbecue and stuff, cooking, cooking yeah. pigs and stuff. Yeah. Let's hear so, about that. Gosh, about like when I was in the army, I started cooking a lot because the food was just absolute dog shit. And I always felt bad because I lived in the barracks and like all these guys never had home cooked meals. So I would, I would just open up my room and cook, you know, I, I bought a hot plate and shit like that. And I would, I would make simple stuff and just started cooking for people. And, uh, when I got out, I, um, start, just started concentrating on cooking more and more and more. Uh, one of one of my goals, one of my goals still is to, you know, possibly go further into that realm of, of, uh, of food, um, having my own joint. But, uh, yeah, a couple of years ago, I, I was really progressing in barbecue. Like I really latched on to barbecue yeah. and, um, cooking for big groups, a lot of people, you know, spreading, uh, my skill or showing, showing people my skill. And everyone was like, man, you, what are you doing? Like, this is fucking insane. This is some of the best stuff I've ever had. You know, you gotta, you gotta figure out some way how to do this, you know, make this more popular. And, um, I, uh, I was just kind of looking into it, um, and found out we have our own sanctioning body here in the Pacific Northwest, um, called the, uh, PNWBA. So this is like the competition cooking stuff that we saw. Yeah. Yeah, Pacific Northwest Barbecue Association and um, the KCBS, uh, Kansas City um, uh, Barbecue Society. Uh, they also do a couple events up here too, but not as much as PNWBA. But yeah, I, I just finally jumped into the deep end and um, did it. The only downside was like when I wanted to do it, COVID just happened. And that like put a kibosh on everything. So it gave me a little bit more time to prep. So I set my, my sights on, you know, all right, let's, let's do this competition thing. You know, that was kind of like my COVID hobby, like everyone had <laughs> around that time period. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I just started concentrating and, um, I think it was like 20, what was it? 2021? What year is it? 2023? It's, it's 2023. <laughs> it's hard to tell anymore. You get older and you don't give a fuck about that stuff. It's crazy. But yeah, it, it, uh, 2021 finally bit the bullet and dove in and, um, just my, my teammate and I, uh, started competing and, and realized like, all right, I, I can actually like, you know, throw down with these top teams. And yeah. I mean, some of these teams, they, they travel to the South and, and the East coast and, and compete every year. Like they're legit, you know, and I can actually compete with these guys and, um, you know, last year I pulled the first place, um, second place, seventh place, fourth place, you know, yeah. kind of always landing in the top 10. So yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to this year. Um, I have my first one coming up in a couple weeks and that's, that's really like the big one of the year, um, to try to set the tone for yeah. the rest of the year. But yeah, really looking forward to to getting it but yeah it's uh, if people don't know um 
you know, general barbecue competitions, it's, it's a four meat category. It's brisket, um, pork spare ribs, um, chicken, generally either chicken legs or chicken thighs and, uh, pork shoulder. And you have to do a lot of things to those four it's meats. Always, to get to, it's always the, the same four things. Yeah. Yeah. They, they'll do like a couple open classes like this one coming up. We have a salmon class that's open. So it's anything salmon, as long as salmon is the main part of the dish. How's your fish? Uh, it's pretty strong. Like I, I feel like it's like salmon's really easy to do, you know, because you, you, it's a flash cook. It's not like smoking a brisket where you're spending freaking two days yeah yeah <laughs> doing it like salmon you could cook in like two minutes and you can really season it any way you want um yeah. and you could really use it in in any way it, it's almost universal it's is it, it's, it's easy to fuck up too though right it really is yeah yeah you have to be careful because uh i've done that before yeah but, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And then um, we also get to do vending at a lot of these competitions. So we have to come up with a menu that we're going to serve that won't um, interfere with our competition cooks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially when you only have, you know, w- one or two people on your team. Like, it's a lot to take yeah. in for a for a four-day. And you don't, get, you don't get much sleep during that time is what I've come to find out. Oh, my God, yeah. Like you know, a couple hours a night, two, two to three hours. And yeah. that, that's not, um, uh, consecutive, <laughs> you know, you're, yeah. you're like 45 minutes here, 45 minutes there. It's uh it's a burner, you know, so other people get more sleep, like the setup that I run, I run offset smokers. Yeah. So you have to, uh, tend the fire every hour throughout the whole night. But you know, there's people that use pellet grills, um, the set it and forget it crowd. Um, do you, do people, people use the, the Traegers in their competition, or are you allowed yeah, to? They so back back in the day, like back in the day, like fucking like five years ago. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> you know, back in the day, they used to not um, allow pellet grills, but because of uh, the way smoking meats is gone, like everyone smokes meat using pellet grills. Yeah. So to get more people competing, to get more people into the sport, you know, it, it, it opened up that route because okay. before you weren't allowed to use anything that ran off electricity, like everything had to be wood fire, coal fire, you know, yeah, live fire cooking. Um, but yeah, now you have the crowd that uses, you know, pellet, but it's all good. Like if, if, it, it all boils down to technique, you know, and at the end of the day, what the judges think of your food. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, there's other people that use like drums. They do hot and fast. So they don't have to stay up all night. They'll wake up at like six in the morning and get their stuff done. That seems like a better situation for <laughs> fucking yeah. sanity. But you're passionate about it. So you like want to, you want to be more yeah. involved in it than just setting and forgetting. I'm really passionate about offset wood fire smoking. Yeah. Um, I'm, it's just kind of my thing and it's what I perfected, you know, maybe one day down the road, I'll get into hot and fast drums and, and see where that goes. I mean, with what I've seen, like those teams just dominate with those hot and fast drums. Yes. You know, but like a a shot of testosterone when you're, you're uh, competing in competitive sports. 
<laughs> well, cheating, right? But when everybody's when everybody's taking the when everybody's doing it, you got to join up eventually. Man, I I'm not gonna lie, dude. I get kind of fucking jealous when yeah. I'm sitting there watching these uh, dudes that use you know these ten thousand dollar pellet grills, and they wake up and they're all you know bright eyed and bushy tailed, and you know just yeah. chilling, drinking their coffee. And I look like I just rolled out of a fucking gutter. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Speaking of uh, rolling out of a gutter. Right. How in the fuck did you uh, sign up for this series, Mega Cosmic Adventure? Oh my god, man! So uh, one night, like I, that, uh, like that segue. <laughs> yeah, that was perfect. That was perfect. Oh fuck, a rainbow. Yeah. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was one night I was hanging out with uh, Peter um, on Spock, uh, the this the. The horseman himself. Um, horse. You're a yeah. horse. Horse. <laughs> we, were, we were out at our uh, one of the pubs that he frequents quite a bit uh, in Tacoma. And we were having beers, you know, having drinks, eating food and stuff. And he's like, man, you, you got to listen to this project that, you know, Mike and, and Mark and I are doing. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, let's, yeah. let's hear it. It was so fucking loud in the bar. Like, I couldn't hear anything. I would get, like, <laughs> You're like, like, that's great, guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, it's like, I don't want to shoot down what you got, yeah. you know? Oh, that's awesome. Cool. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I did that. And um, he hit me up later on. And he's like, dude, you, you really got to you know, look into it. He gave me the link for the, I think it was episode one. Yeah. And, but prior to, like, uh, the final draft, you know, it was it was when you just had, like, the the draft recording yep no no like sound effects or anything like that yeah i think i did uh i think i did a couple it was like a test run but it wasn't as in-depth in the sound effect department like it is like that that makes me want to kill myself uh i edit it it's fucking (laughs) like it takes a fucking uh, for five minutes sometimes it takes hours because there's just so so much fucking sound effect going on yeah, and then you, you probably got to, like, listen to it and re-listen to it and be like, oh, you over know that. Over and fucking over. Again. Yeah. yeah. It, it's so much work, man. It it's blows so much, my mind. It's cool to listen to, but I get more jazzed up about the intros than anything because, like, well, it's it's fun to listen to when I'm doing my first listen through, but fucking listen through 50 is just an, it's a pain in the ass because I'm like, <laughs> I, it's not even funny anymore to me. Like, no. <laughs> like the... Uh, the intros are the my favorite part because then you, I can hear like somebody else that's not even a part of our group, the fucking yeah, be a part of it, you know. Yeah, that guy's awesome. Yeah, the the intros are are on point. Like, yeah, he's been in he, he's been in a bunch of stuff like uh, mostly video games and like some Cartoon Network shit. Um, yeah, and uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. He's been on. Uh, there's the show We Bear Bears, which is like a cartoon on Comedy Central. It, or not Comedy Central. It's on uh, Cartoon Network, I think. I haven't seen that one yet. I gotta look. Yeah, it's 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 a uh, it's just like a cartoon, but I know yeah. people like it. I'm, I watch son, cartoons all day. My son was <laughs> listening, was watching it a few times. I think. Yeah. <laughs> 
but yeah, um, we, we were at the bar, you know, doing that. And then he hit me up like a, a day or two later and sent me the link. So I listened to it. I was like, oh, God damn, this is awesome. This is silly, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's like, yeah, we, we got this, you know, character that, that you know, is, at that time it was like a frog, you know, George, yeah. George kind of morphed. Um, but uh, yeah, he he was giving me all backstory and stuff, and you know, telling me the characters. He's like, "You, you got to come try it out." I was like, "You know what? Fuck it." You know, <laughs> yeah. I'll fucking do it. You know, and we it, originally and the dude's name that does the intro for anybody that is listening because we don't list him on the credits because he, it's like I I don't know he never asked to and he's like got stuff going on where I didn't want to like put his name into anything. Um, because yeah. I don't want to have his IMDB be a part of Mega Cosmic Adventure, because he's a part of like the fucking Screen Actors Guild and shit in LA. Yeah, he's like a big dude. Yeah, yeah. We're guarding. <laughs> We're guarding. Um, where was I? What was I gonna say? I can't remember. Um, but yeah, it's. I mean, oh, so we. I was trying to involve like when I started coming up with the idea of it. I didn't know you were going to be a part of it, honestly. Like Peter brought it up, yeah. and I was like, ah, I don't, you know, I don't know if he can do this kind of stuff. Like, I, I, I didn't know you well at that point, and now I know you pretty yeah, well. I, know. Like, I met you a few times on like I think one or two Task events. It was like Lake of the Angels yep. and whatever. Yeah, in the Gun Team event. Yeah, and so I, we were initially looking for comics like in the area because I know somebody who does the comedy promotion stuff. So they have a bunch of comics. And so we put out like a solicitation for, for, uh, comics to, to be a part of it. And, um, it just didn't turn out because the people that did approach, it was like really, because they do a bunch of comedy, uh, shows and whatnot. It was like really hard to get everybody to be on the, the same page and, and, um, to be actually at the recordings and stuff. So like, yeah. You know, it's like we got to coordinate four people to be a part of it. And this next yeah. next chapter's outline, we don't really all need to be there um, because there's like the the story about or this is how Sid was split up from everybody. Um, not to ruin it if you haven't listened to any of the other episodes. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what the fuck you're doing, but um, the, the yeah, it was just really hard to get people I didn't know to be a part of it. And I also felt like since this is just a project i'm starting it would be super awkward to have people i don't fucking know and like the first time they're they're doing improv like hey you're a fucking horse like you know what i mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> so then peter brought you up and and we recorded with you and it was like damn this is fucking awesome this is like four people is perfect now yeah. I, I wish we had more and i wish there was more space in the studio because it's hard to do all of the additional voices and then like remember how to do their voices and then still yeah. like, like when me when myself and Peter who do the most voices out of everybody, um we're doing like three voices at one time having conversations. It's like how the fuck do you even do that? <laughs> Dude, it, it's wild to watch you guys do that. It, and it's fun too because like you have to like get into your character, you know? Yeah. Right before you hit, but then I, to watch it go back and forth. Yeah. I would have it's liked to nuts. see myself as the Havoc King, how that looked like. <laughs> so I'm listening to my voice, and I remember recording it, and I was, like, really getting into the fucking character. And I'm just like, what did I look like when I was fucking doing that? <laughs> A fucking insane person. 
it's fucking awesome because we're in this you know little room and it's just red lit like yeah so you, you you're like in the corner you know yeah. you, it kind of adds to the whole thing Dude, yeah. <laughs> i'm in the corner just masturbating yes <laughs> it's beautiful wonderful um <laughs> So I do that. I don't know if you heard me talk about why I make the room that color. And I could make it regular lighting, but yeah, yeah, you yeah. have like uh, it. I saw that you switched it between all different kinds. Yeah, I wanted to fuck up, like get people's brains in a different place so that you can be weird and whatever instead of like yeah. just bright light looking at everybody's face and shit. Like I'm like you yeah. can do like a science fiction type of feel to it, like we're in a spaceship or something, you know? That's what it feels like. Yeah. It totally does. And it's like I a lot of the for like what I've discovered about creativity and stuff like that, it's like putting yourself in weird spots or like out out where you normally aren't. Like so I get a lot a lot of ideas when I'm not in a normal environment, like I'm running or something like that. And if I'm in the fucking podcast studio and the lights are all weird, it just puts me in a different mindset than say like a fucking lit office or whatever, you know? Yeah. Or more yeah, like serious or whatever. You're not going to be creative in a sterile room, yeah. you know? Yeah, you got to you gotta set the ambiance. Yeah, yeah. That's what I try to do. Um, yeah. So what were your expectations going into this project? When You, you, you talked a little bit about hearing it from Peter. Dude. And then what did, what did you expect going into it? Because it's a weird thing, right? Like, yeah. There's, a, there's other, like, things out there like this, but I don't think people know about them. So I discovered yeah. that there was like storytelling podcasts and like actual like uh, science fiction story podcasts where they do improv and they just create these characters and nobody knows what the fuck's going on. And I listened to a few when I was traveling across the country a few times. And yeah. so, but I don't think people know like that. You think a podcast, you're thinking like, obviously a violent professional that's like the number one podcast in the world but no yeah uh, so like people think like joe rogan or any of the you know, podcasts where people just talk like kind of like this we're just talking right and yeah. asking questions interview or whatever but i don't think too many people really know about science fiction or like storytelling podcasts and so like based on that like when i when you heard about this project what was the expectation you had or what did you think when you started joining us on the, on this adventure? Man, I, I would say like the first thing that popped in my head was like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. I've, I've never done anything like this before. I'm going to embarrass myself in front of my friends. Yeah. Like I'm going to suck at this. Like this is going to be horrible. So you, so you were nervous coming into oh, it. Oh yeah, I was nervous. Did, yeah. you, did you want to do it or like saying, I don't want to do yeah. it? Is it? It's like just kind of saying, oh, I don't want to do this because you're going to be nervous or whatever. But yeah, yeah. So I, I like making myself uncomfortable. Like, I like doing uncomfortable things, um, mostly not in a weird way. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't have picked a weirder way to do it. Right? But, yeah, it, it just, I don't know. Like, I like doing things that make me think and, and question and, and create, um, especially creating. Like, I've always created. It's been yeah. something that I've always done, but. The, the weird thing, like to, talking about the, the storytelling podcasts, um, like prior to the internet, you know, I, I, I was born in the eighties, you know, in the, in the early eighties. So yeah. <laughs> grew up, grew up as a kid in the eighties and the nineties. And 
you know, back in the day again. Back in back the day. In the <laughs> I uh, you you would listen to stories on cassette tape. Yeah, yeah. You know? And um, when I was a kid, I had uh, the Lord of the Rings, like the whole the whole thing on on cassette tape. It was like twenty fucking cassette. They tapes. had an audio book of the Lord of the Rings back. Yeah, then. dude. Came in a box. You gotta, set. Rewi- you gotta rewind the fucking tape with a pencil. Oh yeah, <laughs> flip A to B, yeah. like <laughs> the whole thing, and. I, I grew up like like listening to to stories on audio, you know, before like, um, you know, all these sites and shit that, that, that they all do that now. Um, you know, it's funny because like everyone's like, oh yeah, I read twenty books, and it's like, bro, you listen to twenty books. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, like, <laughs> but uh, I have heard that like uh, audiobooks is. Uh, listening to audiobooks is like the same as reading though it's like you were ta- you're getting the same information it's just like you're not actually physically turning the pages i find yeah. i find reading harder than listening obviously <laughs> you got to yeah. read you got to fucking read words brain, <laughs> brain does not handle that well i feel i feel like i have to be in the right mindset to read like yeah. to sit down and read but i also feel like like holding a book and reading is more engaging yeah. than um, listening because when you're listening, you can kind of have ADHD and Man, listen and do any other fucking things. I can't. I read. I I read books. I'm a smart guy. No, but I I like have a hard time actually focusing on reading. Like to me, it's, oh yeah. I've always been this way, even though I try to read every so often. I'm like, God, this is fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I remember when I was flying, uh, I was flying a lot for one of my jobs that I had a, a couple years ago and I was flying all over the western part of the U- United States back and forth, you know, every week I was on a plane and I just spent a lot of fucking downtime in the airports and I, I really didn't want to look at screens anymore. Yeah. So they have, they always have like the bookstore in airports um, and they have everything, you know, literally it's like a library. Yeah. And, um, I just got into this trend of buying books at the airport and reading a book. And it's so weird reading a book at at an airport because like no one reads a book anymore. (laughs) People look at you like you never see see people reading books. If you think never. Yeah. Anymore at least. Yeah. And it's just, it's really funny to see like people's reactions. I can't, I can't say I've seen, I've been on, I fly all the time, you know, and I can't see, say I've seen anybody reading a book in the past few months at least. Yeah. You know, everybody's looking at their phone and ignoring their children, their children. Yeah. (laughs) You don't even see it. Like you would go to like the places where you think you could find it, like a coffee shop or something like that. And still like everyone's on a fucking screen all the time. Yeah. All those so, people yeah. looking at porn in the airport. <laughs> it's like one of my when I do read, like because yeah, my my brain runs fast and and it is all over the place all the time. But like when I do get to sit down and read, it's actually like one of the times I could actually lock in and think about something um, and only that thing. Um, like writing, I like to write. Um, when I go over 
stuff, you know, what, whatever it is, say like it's a uh, barbecue, you know, I write everything down by hand because I feel like if I just like do voice to text into my notes on my phone or I type in digitally, it, it just doesn't stick the same. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm more of an analog person, but I use electronics like a motherfucker. Like, like everybody does. Yeah. <laughs> so tell but, us, so, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, you're good. Go ahead. Tell us about your character, Jort. Yeah, so about this guy, I, this little man. I, that was the one cool thing that I found so goddamn fitting about this whole thing. Um, was was George's character? He uh, he he works in a robot, you know, kind of like a repair shop. Um, it is not repair, Star yeah. Wars. No, <laughs> this yeah. is not Star Wars on Tatooine. It, it kind of has that, no way, cool. shape, or form, is it? like star wars yeah it, we it don't, really i don't believe we have a baby jesus character though that's gonna oh not yet yeah maybe that's coming up we we're gonna get real uh real religious coming up oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh yeah i i you know heard about george's character and and this drug dealing raccoon uh <laughs> <laughs> it's it, dude it's weird because like when i do the promotion stuff and i'm making graphics I, like he's described in a few ways right like a frog skinned uh -huh. raccoon uh frog alien hybrid yeah. and so then i caught on the when i made the last poster thing i realized yeah. i made him just a purple raccoon and i was like that's not <laughs> that's not what i made the character based off of do you know do no. you know what the actual character drawing was made off of yeah, I saw. Oh, I saw that a long time ago. So it's the it's the fucking it's the bad uh, taxidermy character thing that's like has weird hair all over. I sent that oh to an artist, God. and I was like, yeah. I mashed everything together, and he just fucking created what George is. <laughs> anyway. Oh, that's great. But yeah, uh, you know, read, read into um, read into Jordan. I was like, holy shit! You know, it's uh, it's wild because like me, you know, growing up, I I didn't grow up. I grew up as a good kid, but you know, obviously, like I joined the army. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was either I mean, jail or go to the army. Exactly. So. <laughs> Jort kind of like fit my profile, you know, of things that I was into prior to joining the army and, uh, and my expertise in that field. Okay. And I was like, holy shit. Obviously you're talking about being a part of pyramid schemes. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pinnacle program. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's funny because now I do sales. But, uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> my profession now, but, uh, yeah, it, it's, it was wild. I was like, dude, everything's lining up, you know, and there, there's no way I could suck at this. The only way I can really suck at this is if I can't spit words out of my mouth, but you know, give me time. Eventually I'll get to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed the fact that that's exactly what, like, Jort was and then the whole like morphing into more of like you know the whole raccoon mentality like I I kind of feel like I'm a trash panda at heart in life 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you? You feel like you're a trash panda? I feel like I'm a trash panda. In what way? You <laughs> dig through the garbage? Say, hey, there's some some nights are weirder than others. You know, there's like there's ideas that come to my head when I'm like talking about Mega Cosmic Adventure, and like one of them is thinking about the fact he's a frog raccoon hybrid. It's like we gotta tie in somewhere where we find you digging through the trash and eating garbage or something like that yeah. in the future. Yeah, like, I started having flashbacks of, like, you know. Yeah, the, the fucking Habit King, at one point, my, one of my many characters, I'm like, were you in the garbage again? God. <laughs> oh, my God. So it's, it's been brought up. It's been brought up that oh, you are, you eat trash. So, we're going to do it. And then, what did you say? You're like, I wish. Yeah. It's like one, that's one of those silly fucking things that like if you hear the actual recording of it which I, I, have you do you know at the end of each episode there's a, a unedited version oh no so if you listen past the credits yeah this is a little yeah. hint for people because a lot of people will shut that shit off right Damn, yeah if you listen past the fucking the credit the end credits i leave a section where it's unedited and you can hear like you can hear what we're talking about like how each and it, it's usually from a like one of the more funny sections that I think is the funniest. Yeah. And I'll leave like us talking where like people are saying no, say this or no, do it like this or whatever. It's like all the behind. It's behind the scenes essentially. Yep. Dude, there are some funny goddamn moments. Like Dude, ridiculous. We're we're literally laughing the whole time. Like, yeah. The, yeah, the so, only thing we're quiet is when we start. Yeah. <laughs> it's like okay, what do we do? <laughs> No, so what I was saying is that section where you're like, we're having that interaction where the Havoc King says like, what were you eating garbage again? And you're like, I wish it was like, there was so much fucking laughing going on through that section. It's fun. it's hilarious. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. yeah I try man. to leave in some of that laughter when it makes sense. Yeah. You know? It's so hard. Like I, I have to tell myself to shut the fuck up like 80,000 times. Yeah. But I'm sitting there, you know, I'm just like laughing into my elbow. <laughs> <laughs> Especially like the episode five when you did the Havoc King, I was, that that was like the best freaking character moment that I think yeah. I heard. So you know, I, yeah, to- the voice that I picked was kind of by accident, which I felt was fitting. Yeah. But, but- Originally, he was supposed to be a Bill Cosby pastor kind of. Oh my god! Because I do, I do that sometimes when I'm fucking with, uh, like, like David, uh, you know, David. When we when yeah. we're having like DMs or whatever, because myself, Mark, and David have a, a a group that we have, and David's talking about some like devious shit or whatever. I start doing a pastor like quoting scripture and stuff like that that I make up. And I have this fucking voice that I was intending on using, but for some reason I didn't do it. It's going to be somebody else's character. I'm going to use it for somebody yeah. else. Yeah, like, it'll come up. I have an idea, and I don't. There's a. I want to talk about some of the ideas that I have for the outline, but like, uh, who the fuck cares? But because it's not like a big secret. Um, it's not like a big series where we have to keep it closed lipped. I know, right? You know, <laughs> if people are listening to this episode, they're going to want to hear some stuff, but I have a part where there's like the town council or whatever has a militia or something like that. Yeah. And one of the chapters starts out where we're in like a, uh, a fucking 
space cosmic space AA meeting. And it's nice. all of it's all of the characters that are addicted, like they were addicted to cream. And so it's not yeah. like it's not like us. It's just like, you know, that what you could imagine a like a if they took a classroom and turned it into an AA meeting and then the oh. the fucking militia comes in looking for the 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 boys, right? And so yeah. like I have that funny idea in my head. But um anyway, I don't know that's how I started talking about that, but oh, that's perfect. Um, uh, okay. So how did this question, I don't know, maybe we answer this or you answer, but how did Jort change from the time you started uh, this project to where you are at the end of chapter five? Yeah, so I, I came in uh, uh, late in the game with the five episodes that are out now, um, end of episode three, so basically halfway through. Um, and... Yeah, I think just getting the feel of everything, getting the feel of everyone's character, uh, getting the feel of, of the the plot line that, that we're going with and, and, and the world that we're creating and and uh, everything that we're doing. Um, you know, when I first started, I had almost no idea. And now I feel like I have this world in my mind, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like yeah, which, I answered a jort now. <laughs> yeah. I thought about this. It's weird how we are calling each other. Like we're not fucking it up. I think there's only a couple instances of us saying the actual name of somebody like Sam Peter or whatever. Oh, it, while we're recording. Yeah. Yeah. I'm waiting for the time we're all out together. Uh, and we start call, by accident saying like, "Hey, George." <laughs> like, yeah. like oh, and people will be like, "What the fuck is Brandon?" What the fuck? <laughs> uh, oh man. So yeah, you, I, I, I you, feel like when we hang out with other people, we, uh, especially like Peter and I, you know, Mark yeah. and I, like, you're always fucking gone on the East Coast. Yeah, dude. But. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll go back and forth like you fuck you S eighty eight or yeah it's it's funny man like the I remember we were at I think Brandon's or not Brandon fuck there I go um Peter's birthday <laughs> and like people were like you guys are still doing that it's like you obviously don't listen <laughs> and we're we're quoting shit from it this is our life <laughs> yeah it's so funny when you're passionate about something like everybody's like into it right like everybody loves Hell doing yeah. the fucking shit as far as I can tell but like. You're telling people about it. Like Peter was telling people at his birthday about it. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, yeah, he's, he's like, no, no I'm serious. You got to listen. <laughs> it reminds me of that meme where the guy's holding the back of the girl's head, you know, and he's like fucking screaming in her ear. Yeah. You know, at the bar and she's just looking at the camera like, fuck my life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's everyone's reaction to us talking about being cosmic. So what, in your mind, you've listened to all of the chapters, just kind of interesting because you guys don't hear them until they're fully edited. You just record and yeah. then you get the fucking final product. There's some snippets I send you guys when I think something's yeah, particular, when I think something's pretty funny or like the sound effects are pretty crazily like edited. Well, I'll send you guys the clips, but, um, from what you listen, cause you're a listener too. Yeah. What is, what is your favorite chapter so far? Man, I like by far my favorite is five, you know, chapter five, uh, when we meet the Havoc King. Yeah. Just 
that like it was knocked out of the park <laughs> way <laughs> we had a, we were rolling all these ideas you know prior prior to figuring out you know what the havoc king was going to be and, da, 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 da. and you, you were like you know i uh you basically had it on lock like you know you, you had been practicing or and we, we were waiting you know yeah, essentially who is this fucking guy because we knew yeah. he, he knew we knew what was happening we had the outline i already told you guys what the fuck like the idea but yeah for anybody that doesn't understand what happens i have an outline that i create based on the previous episode so we don't like i kind of have like an overarching theme but like chapter six through wherever we go i don't know what the fuck's gonna happen because i haven't I've, yeah, i no think i've written crap. some stuff down but like i don't know what the fucking end game of this is so like this is a yeah. brand new shit for everybody yeah, it completely morphs every single time. Like, yeah, and and then when you rolled in and we started recording and the Havoc King came out and <laughs> then, you know, just everything that you were saying, fucking, oh, my God. Yeah, and that's that's like, what I was trying to say is, like, I did not practice. You said what you are saying, like, yeah. practice. I was like, I, did, I was doing the fucking Bill Cosby voice, the fucking Bill Cosby pastor <laughs> voice. And, it, and yeah. it, you know, it didn't. That's not the voice I planned. It just no. fucking happened. And I'm like, I'm glad it did because it's way better. Oh, way better. Yeah. Way better. The energy completely matches what exactly <laughs> the Havoc King is. Like, yeah. It's Havoc. Like, <laughs> I think I'm trying to, like, because when I listen to this, when we do different characters, I hear who it is, you know? Yeah. And so that's why I got to, like, put some filters on, like, say, Peter's voice because his voice is. He does the different voices, but sometimes they're very similar, just like mine yeah, are. So, like, yeah. the Havoc King is, like, one of the only characters. I think maybe the only character I didn't put a filter on with mine. Because to me, I'm like, man, that sounds just like me in every... Like, you can tell it's me, but I'm trying to make clear delineation between... Is that the right word? Delineation? Yeah. I should Google yeah. that, because I don't know well, if I yeah. should be using that word. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, everyone every, will just give Dude, every so often a fucking a word pops in my head and I use it and I'm like, I don't know if this is the fucking right place for it. <laughs> <laughs> the clear line between the characters. I'm trying to make that obvious. <laughs> so um hypotenuse. Yeah, yeah. So like the Havoc King is the only one that I didn't like even the snakes, the the eels, I put Oh my god, I yeah. I put the filter on myself and Peter. Which is fucking a fucking hilarious part. I'm not that happy with some of the editing party. on that, but the, uh, cause like I'm trying to, I'm trying to make like that kind of digital eight bit sound when we run into an enemy. Yeah. So like I fucked up some of the editing cause you can't really, the, the splashing and stuff like that. It makes it so hard to understand what's going on. Cause there's just water yeah. fucking everywhere. It's really hard to get the environmental sounds yeah. with, without sounding, um, like on repeat all the time. Yeah you know yeah and i do right. i do loop shit constantly so i have to like space it out differently and i basically for those sound effects i'll have like three layers of atmospherics and it's called atmospherics when i actually label the track but i like flip them yeah. around and like make them slower or faster so it, you're not hearing like splash 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 you know just constant while, yeah. while you're trying to talk. <laughs> yeah, and it's hard because, like, some of those splashes, I'll just I'll copy-paste, like, a fuck ton of them and then just alter them a little bit. Yeah. And so sometimes it, I, it takes a while to get that sound effect right to where it's, like, 
you can actually hear what's being said, you know, like when exactly. we, when, uh, when we go down the tunnel for the first time, we're doing the surfing bird song. That's <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking super challenging to make it sound right. And that fucking section took me like three goddamn days of editing. Jesus. Yeah, for that fucking like 30 seconds or whatever it was. It's yeah. Just, you know, <laughs> I just can't get it right. Yeah. Oh, uh. Yeah, it's it, it's awesome. It, it it really is. Like, so your your favorite chapter is uh, chapter five. Yeah, I think yeah, I, I think that mine as well. Just because, like, like I thought chapter three was awesome when you showed up because it's yeah, the first two. The first two. The first chapter was us just like we had no information about what this thing was like the whole yeah. chocolate egg in the beginning which we don't even touch up we just we just bring up oh you got chocolate i'm hungry like there's, we don't <laughs> touch up we don't even talk about it after that like where the, like that would no. be a pretty big thing i was born in a chocolate egg like a turtle right. what's going on um, yeah but like opening scene yeah so we didn't have any information other than like i told peter like I was like, when we do this, like I'm trapped in a void and I think it would be funny if like, it was like you, you break me out of it and it's something stupid, like an egg or something. And he turned it into a chocolate egg, like a fucking kinder <laughs> chocolate egg with a toy inside. And we just had to go with it. Cause like, that's part of the series. You can't fucking change what people are saying. You just no. have to roll with it. So like the first yeah. chapter, the first chapter of the first episode is like, we're trying to discover what is going on like how are we developing the second one we kind of have have a grasp we're on like a planet and we're walking around or whatever um and then we run into jeff um i'm not going to give away his fucking his little back story but um and then we see jeff again in the third chapter and you're also there because we're uh we're going through meeting spacious rectimus i think he's in chapter three yeah, that and was then, three. And then <laughs> giant jizz kangaroo. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then we run into you at the end of the droid shop. Yep. So, like, we have the basis of the first two or first three chapters. Four, when I when I edited that, I was like, this is fucking awesome. This is my favorite. And then five happened. And not because I'm, like, partial to the Havoc King character. It's just yeah. it feels like there's an actual story now. That's why yeah. it's my favorite. It's not. I, I it's not because it's particularly thing. particularly better than any episode. I just think that yeah, it like this is the story. Now we're captured by this fucking king, and we have to fucking figure out how to get out of this situation. Yeah, like we found our footing, and and we're rolling with the characters and the plot line, and everything's coming together. Yeah, and yeah, I I feel like, you know, that's why I'm excited to move forward from here because there's just like. I feel like there's a whole world now yeah. <laughs> rather than trying to figure it out. Yeah. You know, get a feel for it. Like now, now we're in the groove. Yeah. Yeah. Watch. We're going to suck next time we go and record. Yeah. This is a five minute episode, <laughs> 50 hours of talking five minutes. Yeah. Uh, so, um, of the bosses, Oh, I just ruined somebody's idea of what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> what oh, no. is this story? What is all this? It's a fucking yeah. video game, people. Um, yeah. No. Um, of Birds all of real. the enemies that have we've created, who is your favorite enemy? I don't want to get into like who's your favorite character because I'll have to say oh, like dude. who's your favorite aside from Jort. But I know, who right? who is your favorite boss oh, enemy, favorite boss enemy, enemy or enemy character? Like we have 
We've got uh, one of them. I'm, I'm not going to say, but you got Havoc King, uh, the Eels. Let's not even say the Havoc King because I know that's yeah, the, <laughs> that's yeah, everybody's favorite. He's America's yeah. fucking sweetheart. Enemy. <laughs> um, you got Kids the Eels. You got you. You listen. I mean, Thomas and Gary were in the first one, so they're enemies because they're now they're. You know, we'll see if they become. If oh, excuse me. If if who is this the one that's alive? Thomas. Oh. Yeah, Thomas. Thomas is the is one that's Thomas? alive. Yeah. Fuck you, Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> my char- my character was Gary. <laughs> I was that's Gary, right. and I got my head blown off. Fucking yeah. robot head blown off. So you got Thomas. Yeah, because I say, "Holy shit, it's Thomas!" You're like, yeah. goddamn right. Um, You're out of nowhere. So, we got Thomas, the Eels, Spacious Rectimus. Who else do we have? Man, I, I would have to say Randall the Third. Randall, he's the gate guard at the top of Have a Keep. Nope. <laughs> Put on these cloaks. <laughs> Who sounds oddly <laughs> the same as Jeff? <laughs> well, well, how would we say that? Like, <laughs> we have to say it a certain way. Tis, you got to speak in old English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so oh, stupid. Man. See, that's an example of like the shit that happens in the series that you can't fucking change and you don't know it's gonna happen. It's just like having a conversation. But like, yeah, okay, I guess I now you have to speak old English on this fucking <laughs> And that comes out with fucking the eels because he's like, Why are you saying it like that? <laughs> it's yeah. like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Silly dude. Oh dude. So out of out of the enemies, who's your favorite? I would say uh, Spacious Rectimus. Yeah, like, Spacious it, Rectimus is good. Yeah, when when Peter didn't like to watch him do that, you know, and and how much he got into character to do that yeah. scene, it was fucking hilarious, dude. I wish we. Do you have that whole thing on video? Were you recording? I don't have that it, yeah, I'm not. I'm just like I'm not recording video right now. Like, yeah, Violent Professional has video, and I did that just so we could have like clips for the Instagram page, but yeah, in terms of video, no, it, it that would be funny. Oh I don't, man. Yeah. Like the, this, yeah, the whole, I mean, he was, he was acting out that whole character in Dude, his chair. It's wild right? to see like when Peter's doing it, like the way, like he gets into that character, yeah, whatever he's doing. And he like has facial expressions. Like he, he's like, yeah. when he was doing spacious rectimus, he had like an evil look on his face. He did. Like a fucking, he's- a weird pedophile, uh, <laughs> like a kangaroo in some way with no Australian oh, accent. Yeah, none. <laughs> He's like an armadillo fucking kangaroo or something. Fucking big old nuts. Yeah, with giant nuts. Have to blur out on his image. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. But yeah, dude, it, it, he even goes over there. He's like walking while he's you know, or rocking while he's walking, yeah. you know, in his chair. But what, he just, what's, what's my favorite, what's the favorite line? He says, he's like, sustenance. It's like, you gain yeah. sustenance from shoving <laughs> fucking things in your ass. Oh, shit. <laughs> sustenance. I want to make shirts, like merchandise based on some of the quotes, but I don't know. I can't wrap my head around how I'm going to do that. Yeah, like for each one, because there's like so many quotable things from this fucking series. There really is, and there's gonna be way more. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we'll we'll have to do like a crowd, 
you know, crowd vote or something like that. Dude, I try to get people involved. Like, uh, Violent Professional has, like, the most uninvolved listeners. There's tons of listeners, right? There's tons of listeners. I can look at the fucking insights. Before they got all erased, I still have the other fucking insights from uh, the previous uh, host of the podcast. Like, the, the actual, like, upload platform you put it in. There's yeah. tons of listeners. Just nobody fucking reacts to anything. And it's just like, bitch, tell me what we should be doing on the <laughs> like give yeah. me some fucking ideas for what you want to listen to. They're like, why are like, you here? Yeah, dude. And like, so I'll look at the uh the fucking uh Instagram page and I'll put up like polls sometimes and I'll get maybe one or two people responding, and that's you guys. Like <laughs> and then I'll have like a thousand people looking at the fucking thing and it's like, is it too hard to hit yes or no? Is oh it that God. hard to fucking tap yes or no? Yeah. We <laughs> get anxiety. Yeah. Like a question would be, did you listen to this episode? Yeah, I mean, you could fucking tap no if you didn't. I'm not it's not gonna hurt my feelings, but people don't even do that much. <laughs> people don't even do that much. It's like, oh, maybe you listen to it, I don't fucking know. It's like, why are you looking at the fucking, why are you looking at any of the content if you're not going to fucking react to it? (laughs) But mostly it's like, why do I worry about that kind of stuff? Because I want to know what people think like that listen to it. Because it's not like people aren't listening. Their people are fucking listening. listening. They're just not fucking saying shit. They're just watching. Yeah. (laughs) Or listening, excuse me. So we could do a poll, but people are probably just looking at it and be like, ooh, what am I supposed to do here? What am I supposed to do? Me, Peter, Mark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a good one, dude. Sometimes, like, I'm gonna throw Mark under the bus here, but like, I'll I'll post a question on the thing, the oh, yeah. thing, and I'll have like fucking, I got like 20, 20 answers, and I go in there, it's like all Mark. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, bro, come on, man! Like, I love the involvement, and the the passion he has. He's a really down motherfucker, but like, it's like. I'm asking other people of the Mega Country Adventure <laughs> what you want to see happen. Those that I need we... to hear from people and I'm not talking to you every yeah. day. <laughs> yeah, I talk to them every day, man. <laughs> it's like, I know what you're going to say. I know, right? Oh, dude. SADA <laughs> just needs to stick to his protocol and download the schematics in his brain. Memory wipe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just had a memory dump. <laughs> um, or what does he say? Uh, thermal dump. That's when he fucking farts. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel good. <laughs> All right. So one of the last two questions. I didn't. I didn't give you a heads up on the last question, but yeah. Here's one of them. Is what it tell people about the relationship between Jort and the Havoc King? Oh man. So. Like basically, the Havoc King is my boss. Like he's he's the the pinnacle program. <laughs> pinnacle. Top. I was wondering if you were gonna, I was wondering if you were gonna say uh, pyramid pyramid scheme. Pyramid scheme. <laughs> yeah, it's not fucking pyramid scheme. Yeah, that's like the running joke, you yeah. know, because like people for 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 everyone, uh, you know, like you, you meet someone that's in you know multi level marketing shit like that. They're you tell them it's a fucking pyramid scheme, and they're they're always very defensive about it. You know, it's one of the running jokes we have in Vegas, Cosmic. Well, yeah, it's like every like if people haven't picked up on it, it's like that's what we do in the fucking. It's a lot of the stuff that you see without 
Because, like, I wanted to put a thing that's like, we're going to just talk shit about everything that happens in society yeah. these days and put it into this fucking thing. And it's like the ML yeah. MLS shit, like the pyramid scheme stuff, all of your all these uh, people out here going like, I have this new fucking thing. You want to be a part of it? It's like you're doing affiliate marketing on social media. But that's essentially what we did with the fucking pinnacle program. <laughs> It's yeah, like it's like a exactly slap it. at people that get upset about it. It's like, but you are a part of it. It's like, yeah, yeah just just because you're selling fucking supplements, you're still doing a pyramid scheme. It's just it's a legal one because they provide products, but it's like you're doing the same shit. Yep. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it's like George slow roll into realizing that he's not, you know, he, he's not a part of a pinnacle program. He's part of a pyramid scheme. And yeah, Havoc King is at the top. And, uh, you know, there's there's more of like backstory that we need to, uh, that, that I feel like we're going to build within the following episodes now of Jort and Havoc King's, you know, past. Yeah. Um, we kind of touched on it in episode five um, because. I, I realized I come to the realization that I've been fucking duped like this whole time. Yeah. And the Havoc King just basically pulled one over on me. And now I'm uh, exiled with the boys and, um, well, let's you know, not we, go that far. You just fell down a trap door. You know, it could go to anywhere. It could go to a fucking pit with a fucking dragon. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> there'll be a rainbow yeah like we all thought that sid was gonna you know pop out in the fucking cave with you but obviously that didn't happen yeah yeah it did not so but, who knows uh, who knows where you are yeah, that's open open right now yeah but uh yeah no it's it's been fun as shit you know just uh building on that um you know i i feel like uh episode five was more of uh the full on in your face introduction of Havoc King and how well that yeah. went. Like now we could get into the story of that. Um, <laughs> I can't wait to do the next. I already know what I'm doing for it. Cause that's the that's hard, awesome. that's the hard part about it is like, I already know like some of the stuff that's happening, but yeah. like we will see the Havoc King in the purgatorium. Like, let's just say oh, that. Yeah. the oh, purgatory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does Peter fucking say? He goes, he, when he was Thomas, he's like, that's the uh, purgatory. That's where the Havoc <laughs> King uses yeah. his advanced optics to spy on women in town and touch himself. <laughs> so, so we will have to have that part now because it's so awesome. Uh, hell yeah. <laughs> he's <up there. laughs> It's so fucking silly. So like the and, and thinking about it, so the women in town are all jorts. They're all your race, yeah. and so the Havoc King is up there, who is a fleshy nutsack, and he's like touching himself up there, a dickless fucking freak, looking at women raccoon frogs. <laughs> yes, beautiful <laughs> with his gangly fingers. That's awesome. It's fucking wild. That's fuck. that part's so hilarious, dude. Like when you hear the the background, like the behind the scenes shit, it's like, it's like that part made me die more than anything. It was like he's touching himself, looking at women in town with his advanced optics. <laughs> the fuck, dude. Oh, uh, it's it's just awesome. This shit. 
yeah. that, you know, as a group, everyone comes up with. Yeah, wild to, shit, dude. Yeah, to further everything. And, and, and yeah, you just have to roll with it. Like, yeah. no matter what, it sticks. All right, so I got one more question. And I got two questions, actually. Um, so what would you like to see happen with Jort in the future? Oh, man. So one of the things you said, develop a backstory? Yeah. Okay. So the Havoc King and the and Jort's backstory. Yeah, really, really just expand on, um, on the character itself. Um, yeah, really just open it up to that. You know, I... Yeah. I feel like, like one of one of our rules is to not plan too much because it's so fucking improv, like impromptu. <laughs> Just uh, you know, flow with with everything. But yeah, I think to be general. Um, yeah, just expand on the character. Yeah. Okay. Expanding the character's backstory and then everyone else's. And, and then, you know, obviously, uh, you know, where we, the adventures that we have in the future, that that's the present. And, you know, that's all, uh, going to happen no matter what. So yeah, I think, uh, that's, that's good, man. Um, yeah, I, just want to I, I wish if I could go back, to Sid, because we do a backstory episode. I think that was chapter two. That's where. Yeah. I'm disappointed with mine. And I've always no, said, you? yeah, because I didn't think, I, you know, I was thinking about everything else, but, and I knew that we were doing a backstory. And I didn't yeah. think about Sid's at all. So I kind of like was stumbling over my words trying to come up with something. And um, when I was doing that, I think we were like balls deep in like th- hour three or something like that. So it was like, yeah. you know, there is a. There is a longevity to people's patience with recording. So, like, I think at that point, I was, like, I was getting tired of it, you know? Because it is, like, you can tell, like, when people start getting more, like, antsy, you know, uh, towards the yeah. end of the episodes when we're recording. It's just, like, oh, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I've been talking for five hours, dude. The air's getting thick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Peter swallowed 50 bugs by now. Uh, which is which you can hear that in one of the chapter one of the episodes it was uh chapter where was it we go down the tunnel the the slide the the water slide into the pool peter's peter's choking and it yeah no it was it was was five five? yeah because we go down the tunnel we go down the steps then go down the tunnel yeah this is after we jerk jerk horse off and the little the little he gets stuck it's like i need you no. Use your hands, Jort. Um, so, yeah, like, um, we go down the tunnel, you can hear, or we're going down the slide, and Peter kind of puts it off as he's, like, choking on water or whatever. He's, like, swallowed water. But he actually swallowed a bug in the, yeah, in the podcast studio. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Like, yeah. <laughs> where did that little bug even come from? It's fucking funny. One little oh, bug that's man. flying around. Um, all right. Your final question after we close, before we close this out, will Jort be killed off eventually? Oh man. I'm going to ask everybody this. Will your character be killed off 
<laughs> I'm not implying anything. Like, I know I'm the yeah, fucking no. dungeon master of this whole fucking yeah. thing, but. I'm trying to think of, like, the epic demise, you know? Yeah. Like, should we all die? <laughs> Maybe we're all dead. Ooh. Maybe we're all dead, and, yeah, we don't know it. And we're, like, playing it out in the ether before we fade into black. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I uh, I don't know. Maybe I am dead. It's like a soap opera where you're like, you killed off my fucking character. That's actually what I told everybody. I don't know if I told you this, but if there's a time where people are like, I can't do this anymore, we have to kill off their character. Like we have to, yep. you know, just tell me in advance. Like, are you not going to be able to do it anymore? Yeah. Character's dying. Yeah. Character's dead. Character's dead. Or you have amnesia. Yeah. It's sad to think. I know eventually the Havoc King must die, but... Yeah, like everybody. <laughs> the everybody enemies die. all have to die, and it's unfortunate. And partly yeah. that whole thing is, you know, there's a lot of things you could do. You could bring people back from the dead and stuff like that. Oh, but, yeah. And then but, you could do, like, flashback memories, yeah. you know? Like but they always do in TV shows. It's also out of necessity, because we can't have an episode where we have, like, all of our characters show up, you know? Like, and it's just fucking... Yeah. That's partly why I fucking made Sid go down the opposite tunnel. Yeah, yeah. Take him out for one yeah. episode. Well, for one, for one of the reasons is like the whole dragon thing came up at the end. It's oh, because yeah. my son wants to be a part of it. I've never let him listen to any of the, like most of the, it's like oh, really yeah. the, the stuff that's not that profane or whatever. I'll let him listen to some of it. He's heard the Havoc King. And yeah. he's, he may have heard me cuss a few times, but the, uh, the whole dragon thing is because he wants to be a part of it. And I was like, how do, how do we involve my son in this? Because he can't be in a room with all of us. So like, yeah, how, exactly. do I, how do I do this? I'll have to do it with him on a different kind of thing. So I, he made the comment about wanting to be a dragon. He came up with the whole thing. He's like, can I be a, can I be a awesome. dragon? So like, I, I fucking threw that in there. And I played that part for him. <laughs> like, awesome. And he was like, oh, I, did, I, was, I was just, just thinking it would be cool. I'm like, yeah, well, now you have to be in it. <laughs> Yeah, too late. I said the dragon part. Now you're you're in it. You're gonna be in it. So yeah, my idea is like we're not gonna mask his voice with any filters. It's just gonna be like, you know, he'll be in there somehow, and it's a kid's voice. So we find out he's a child dragon because they have a king as a pervert. He kept that child dragon in this fucking dungeon. (laughs) That'd be awesome. It's got some uh, additional moral quandaries of its own. Exactly. Um, all right, man. Well, this was a, a fun interview. I haven't really ever done interviews. This is like yeah, the first. That was so good. not only is it over the phone on this fancy device I have, this is uh, my first real interview with people about things. Oh, yeah. So I'm excited that we did this. Um, where to finish this out, where can everybody find you on social media if they want to stalk you? Yeah, so uh, pnw.quest uh, uh, on Instagram, and then um, Bang Breach Q. My team name is Bang and Breach Q, but on Instagram, they don't let you do a little and sign for your uh, name there, so it's just Bang Breach Q. Um, and yeah, both on Instagram, I, I really only do Instagram. I try to stay away from all the other socials. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you can find me there and harass me all you want. And the Bang and Breach queue is your barbecue team page. Is that correct? Yep, that's correct. Yeah, See that's where. His, look at his tasty meats. 
Tasty meats. If you want to like find out about the kind of shit he's been talking about in terms of barbecue, go on Bang Breach Q. And uh, you want to meet him? Yeah. Ask ask to see his meat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Extra chatter. All right, man. Well, it's been fun. Thanks for fucking doing this. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for having me. You got any last last parting words? Oh God! Listen to Nate Cosmic now. I think that, well, they're listening to part. If they got this far, they're listening to part of it. Yeah. <laughs> they're like I'm gonna skip all the rest and just fucking yeah. listen to this bullshit in the middle. I'm just here for the extras. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. It was good talking to you. Thanks for coming on this fucking episode. Coming. Yeah. Thank you. Coming. All right. All right, dude.